Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. nice sunny day out uh, no rain right now the rain we were supposed to get is pushed off to tomorrow so that's just downright super big fan of rain being pushed away for another day today in news uh, 1994 Kurt Cobain of the band Nirvana was found dead um, I don't remember how the story goes, but anyway, they were a pretty promising band. Everybody really liked them, or at least the people that were into that genre of music really liked them. He was kind of a uh, uh, misunderstood guy. But, yeah, what the hell, he was a good, good, uh, good musician. I enjoyed listening to it. It was, it was grunge, I guess, right around the grunge time. And whatever, it was good. I, I liked it. But, you know, without that happening, I mean, things happen for a reason. I mean, had he not gone, we would have never got Foo Fighters and all the wonderful music that they produced, which I would say is better than what Nirvana ever kicked out. But, hey, that's just me. It, you know, Nirvana was uh, had a lot of weird theme kind of music which was uh, on the out there, kind of. And, uh, you know, Foo Fighters kind of brought that back around and made some good quality tunes, I thought. But anyway, so that's that's there. That's that's how we're starting to show, apparently, the last two days. Somebody died <laughs> this day in history. So that's how we're going to start. Nice, solemn note. Somebody died. Here we go. This morning, um, I woke up, and apparently I was not quite ready to get up. Now, normally I get, you know, six, six and a half, sometimes seven hours, and I'm usually ready to roll and start the day. Well, the alarm went off, and apparently my system said, nope, piss off, I'm laying here. It's just one of those days I'm going to enjoy a few more minutes. <laughs> and... The few more minutes turned into like another half hour, almost 45, and the wife had to come in and say, hey, you got to get up. So I did, and, you know, the rest is history, as they say. But it was one of those things, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking as I started to get up and get dressed and move around and do all the things you do when you get up, and I started to think to myself, I wonder why I stayed in so late. I mean, I'm, I'm on my, na uh, my my regular schedule, and, you know, I should be, you know, ready for this. I should be in the groove, but for some reason, the body decided to stay in a little longer. When I started thinking, I woke up, I got out of bed. I mean, it was a little, there was a little bit of a cold in the room, which was nice. I mean, that's ultimately how you want to sleep, in the cold. That way you can bundle all up, get all snuggly under the covers, and it's great. And maybe that was the thing. Maybe maybe that's what it was for me. Maybe it was just a nice, cool breeze. It felt super awesome to just stay in bed. Sometimes that happens. I'm sure I'm not the only one in this world that enjoys that. But I did that, and I fell back to sleep, and the rest is history, as they say. So that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's going to be harder and harder to accomplish that as we start warming up. I mean, normally dead of winter, you want it to be a little cooler in your room. You crack a window, you, you open it up, you get a little cold, freezing cold air in there, and it cools your room off pretty damn quick. Now, we've got a ceiling fan. There's another little uh, oscillating fan offset from the bed a little ways to blow some air around because I tend to be really like a heater. And I pump a lot of heat out when I'm sleeping. And if there's nowhere for it to go, I end up sweating my balls off. 
and it's not fun when I wake up dehydrated with a headache and it's just horrible. So a little extra fan is wonderful to blow the air around, but in this case this morning, it was nice and cool and I had fans blowing all over the place. So the atmosphere was perfect for me to enjoy a little bit extra sleep that I probably shouldn't have, but whatever, no harm, no foul. I'm still getting to work on time. I was still able to eat. The only thing I missed out on is a little extra family time this morning, but most everybody was still in bed sleeping or, or doing other things and hadn't emerged from their dungeons yet. So there's that, that happened, that was a thing. I was thinking to myself last night, you know, I don't even remember where I where I heard this. I think one of the guys at work was talking about a company that, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago, I would think probably even more than that, had come out with a product and they were selling it and they just kind of started with just a bunch of random crap that they cleaned up and put up for sale. And I don't remember the name, but I, I seem to remember another, another place uh, like that the majority of their shit, now they called it imports, Pier, Pier 1, I think, Pier 1 imports, I think. And it was interesting because, you know, when you sit and you think about it, all they really did was go out, get a bunch of rusty shit from your lawn, come in, clean it up a little bit, leave the nice rust on there, and they put a damn price tag on it, and people were buying this shit. Rusty things they were buying by the droves. I I don't understand why you would want to buy somebody's old rusty shit. But, okay, it, it, it was a thing for a while. I don't know that those places are still in business. Maybe they are. I would assume they would have had to done something a little different or change the product line a little bit to keep people interested. Because after a while... Even those loyal customers that like all your rusty shit are going to have a yard filled with rusty shit and have no place else to put your rusty shit. So they're going to have to come up with some new stuff. You're going to have to come up with something new for them to buy and put somewhere else in their house or their neighbors or whatever. I, I don't know. But people buy the dumbest of things. I mean, it's dumb to me, but... I mean, I ask, why would you buy something that's old and rusty? I, I guess somebody could ar make the argument that why would you buy an old rusty car? Well, the, the, the idea there is that we buy a car, we clean it up, we sand it down, we do all the work on it, clean out the engine, do all that stuff, and we make that thing and, you know, and shine it up and restore the thing. But that's not what's happening at these places. They're, they're, they've got rusty shit that they're sticking in the yard and is collecting more rust. And supposedly this is a cool thing. People like this stuff. Okay, whatever, it's not for me. There's none in my house that I'm aware of anyway. So there that is. It, you know, it, it's, it's just a weird thing to me. I, 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 don't, I don't quite follow that way of thinking, but there it is. Um, a couple other weird things that I wanted to touch on today. Um, there was a, uh, a past manager of a DOD airspace threat something that made a, I don't know if he was doing an interview or if he made claims in the newspaper clippings or what the hell the case was. But this guy who helped oversee our air our airspace and aerospace above us came out with the statement that UFOs are real. Well, if you want to break that down, UFOs, that's a classification. That doesn't automatically mean alien. That means unidentified flying object. Something in the air that we don't know what the hell it is. Could be anything. So yes, those are real. Billions of people have seen these things. But what their origin is, is still a mystery, at least from what we understand. Maybe this guy, you know, had I read further, maybe this guy claimed to have seen little green people or little grays or something like that. Maybe, 
I don't know. I didn't read that much further than just the headline and a couple of quick words and sentences. But, I mean, that's kind of a given. I mean, it really, I mean, we all know there's UFOs in here. Whether or not they're actually of alien origin, we don't know. Could be anything. But there that is. And on top of this, you know, going right into the politics, Bernie, crazy Bernie with his freaking haircut and his hair all over the place. I don't get how this guy can be running and be taken seriously when the guy can't comb his goddamn hair. He's a joke. My God. All he does is fire up the freaking college kids because he's promising them a whole bunch of free shit. You don't have to do anything but sit there and do nothing and we will give you money, just like inmates. <laughs> but Bernie, has, and, and I don't know if you've, anybody's been following this. Most most people really haven't. And if you look at, at, at the delegates that Bernie has already secured, most of you haven't noticed he's still running. And the thing is here is this guy... I suppose if you're that far down and you've got zero hope, you start saying stupid shit to try and bring around the ears of potential followers. And, well, Bernie did that the other day, and uh, I don't know who he was talking to. It was an interview, I believe. And he claims that he will uncover the truth about UFOs and share them with the public if he's elected. So I guess there's his last ditch effort. Nothing else is going my way. I'm going to tell everybody that I am going to tell you the truth about FBO or UFOs. Okay, great. Super. Hooray for you. You're never going to get the chance because most people make that promise, get in and never deliver. Trump made that promise. Clinton made that promise. They all talked about getting the information, finding all out about the UFOs and, the, and, the, and the, the, the aliens and all that stuff, and nobody ever delivered. We are still as clueless as we originally were. The only thing we have is some declassified CIA, FBI files that we can peruse, and which are largely redacted. Uh, a lot of black lines all over the place, hard to see through them. They've done their work to, to cover up that text so you can't see, you can't read it. So there it is. But yeah, Bernie is going to tell everybody the truth about FB, uh, FBOs, 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 stupid, UFOs. And so that's the thing. Um, I think he's crazy. He's a nut job. He could be an alien, but I, I, I would assume that aliens have a higher intelligence than we do. So Bernie, no freaking way. Bernie's probably more closer to a primate that has not evolved like the rest of us. So there's that. Um, yeah, so he was going to do that. He was going to, he was promising that. I guess, you know, when you're in a free fall and you've got nowhere else to go but up, tell everybody there's aliens and you're going to prove it. Yeah, maybe you get a couple of uh, conspiracy theorists out there that will jump on that train and want to get you elected. Maybe it'll it'll spur a bump in your numbers, but I got a bet that it ain't going to be enough to carry you past Sleepy Joe. <laughs> so, so there's Bernie telling you that story. Crazy Bernie and his crazy haircut. Well, why don't the guy just shave the shit off? I mean, he might be more appealing. May, I, I don't know. Maybe he'll look terrible, but I don't know. Just a thought. The non-combed mess and the wicked comb-over that he's got going on that has... I mean, this, this hair has a mind of its own. It does not want to do anything. Maybe he's just given up. Maybe he doesn't care. I, I don't know. But a guy that doesn't care about his hygiene like that and the way he looks in front of a camera, is probably not the guy you want heading up the country. You know, at least Trump combs his hair, even though it's, you know, hair plugs and all this other stuff because he's going bald and it's not the best haircut, but, you know, it gives you something to, to, to crack jokes about. But 
maybe that's why he's out there pissing people off left and right, saying whatever comes out of his mouth, because nobody's talking about his hair right now, or his orange face, or anything like that. Nobody's nobody's bringing that up. They were for the first ten minutes, but he's giving them a laundry list of shit to talk about. Besides that, so nobody really cares about what he looks like anymore. The only time we ever see mention of that is when there's caricatures uh, created in little cartoons and, and uh, memes and whatnot about him. So maybe there's something to be said there. I mean, it's 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 clear to me and should be to everybody by now that the smoke and mirrors is pretty much what just about every politician. That's that's in politics 101. That's one of the first things you learn. When you want to do some shady shit over here, right over here on the right side, you do a bunch of stuff with your left side to get people interested and turn their attention over there so you can pull off the shady shit easier. (laughs) That's common everyday politics. That goes on all the time. You think this corona being a thing is not overly televised and overly publicized because somebody's not trying to cover something up behind it? You bet your ass there's something going on behind it. Don't know what. Could be a million different things. But, so there's that. We've got uh, some crazy whack job in the media. And I don't even know if she's from the media or if she's just a, just a blowhard that is out there trying to capture her 15 seconds. And she's out there talking and blaming 5G. All these cell phones uh, uh, providers are, are, are jumping into this 5G stuff. Make your phones faster, download quicker, all of these things. We've always been obsessed with stronger, bigger, badder, faster. All these things have been, been on our mind from, from number day one. And she's talking about, well, 5G has so much radiation Everybody got Corona from this. Well, first off, lady, that's not going to happen. Because the thing is, if it was radiation, would we not have signs of radiation sickness? Nope, we don't. Guess what? Strike one, lady. And I would say strike two and three or the doctor coming out. I I don't keep the names of all these people. I mean, this isn't really a news commentary broadcast it's just me bitching about stuff so what do i care who said it i know it was a doctor who who uh retorted her claim and said here's the thing this stuff isn't by radiation it's caused by natural animal source and i'm thinking to myself okay a natural animal source So is it because some guy ate a bunch of bats, some weird disease that he picked up from them? You know, I mean, kind of like how you can, you know, get Lyme's disease from a tick, you know, uh, maybe, maybe dried up bats that have been sitting for too long. Maybe you're supposed to refrigerate them. Maybe you just don't hang them out. I mean, it is a living organism that's been killed somehow or anywhere. It's dead and it's hanging on a little vine. And you just pluck them, throw them. I, I don't know if they eat them dried out or they're, are they not refrigerating them? Maybe, maybe that's all it is. I don't know if it's bats. I don't know whether they've been eating weird bugs. Whatever the case, it's of a natural animal source, according to this scientist slash doctor, whatever. So he claims that's the case. And it's whatever class of illness it falls into has no signs and no connection to any 5G. So this chick is just out to grab her 15 minutes of fame and run with a story. Maybe to make more people panic. Maybe just to capture 15 minutes, 15 seconds of fame. That's what I'm thinking it all is. I mean, you know, why if it was 5G... Why would, why would we make this a bigger thing? Radiation. I mean, if I'm radiated with a, with a lethal dose, I'm going to struggle for a few days. I'm going to be a mess. I'm going to eventually liquefy. But, I mean, really, 
for the most part, most of the radiation, you have to be hit with a, with a, a heavy enough dose from the source to really get sick. I mean, yeah, you can get a, you can get sick um, from being around me after I've been hit with this stuff, but that is going to be a lesser, a much, much lesser sickness than what I got, because I got a big dose of it. You'll probably hang on for a hell of a lot longer, and there'll be a, possibly a, a cure. So I don't buy that stuff. The corona is from a freaking 5G broadcast or uh, uh, something like that. I just think it's it's stupid and complete madness. So there's that. Just stupid. Um, in other stupid-ass news, a weird story. I mean, it's, it's... I would love to say only in America, but this little news clip is not out of America. This is out of India, the giant-ass continent of India, where there's overpopulation everywhere. Well, apparently, the police force there, um, which apparently drive around on all kinds of different vehicles, um, quite a few on horseback, a handful of them on mopeds, you know, Devices where the guy is outside or on top of a vehicle rather than in a car. I didn't see any of them in a car doing this, probably because there's no headroom. But they're wearing giant, I don't know, I guess they're helmets. It really looks like a giant pink ball with funnels coming out of it. Look like spikes all over that imitate what they believe the coronavirus looks like under a microscope. So they've blown these things up and they've cut little eye holes out and they put them on their melons. <laughs> and they're driving around like this and that's a police force. I, I, uh, from what I understand, this is a attempt, I guess, to heighten the awareness in their country about COVID-19. But have we really, really gotten to this where our police force is going to, you know, do cosplay? <laughs> they're going to they're gonna do cosplay. They're all going to dress up like a freaking terrible freaking sickness. And we're going to ride around on our bikes and our horses. And we're going to do our daily routine wearing all of this stupid. <laughs> and do we really need to heighten the awareness? Are there that many people that don't know what the fuck's going on by now? I mean, really? I would argue that baloney. And how can there be people that don't know about this? It's everywhere right now. It's we've got more coverage than the de than the disease has distance covered. We're everywhere talking about this. We're shutting stuff down. We're, we're, we're doing all of these steps to um, that we're taking that are, are pushing or, or attempting to slow the advancement of this stuff. Do we really need to have mounted police wearing coronavirus helmets? I mean, it's, it's funny. I mean, it really, really is. It's, it's crazy. It, it really is. It's, it's funny to me. So I figured I'd bring it up, bring it to you, see what you thought. I think it's complete and utter stupidity. Now, the last thing I wanted to speak about today, or not today, at least at this, before I arrive at destination, let's just say that. And I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to cover it all. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a try here to start talking about it. I can always bring back more info on the other side of the break, but here it is. We talked a while ago about our schools and reasons why they really are a thing of the past as so many people are turning to homeschooling, online schooling and that, that's such, but another cause that I had not mentioned. Besides the school shootings, besides technology 
becoming so advanced that we can do this now. Besides Corona, something that was ongoing way before, and that was something called Common Core. Now, a lot of people don't even know what the hell this is. It's a math curriculum in where they break down many more numbers and try and simplify math so somebody can, I guess, digest it easier and have a better go at learning. But do we really need to do that? My argument is, why the hell would you do this anyway? I mean, it was working. We have so many geniuses in this day and age that were schooled with regular math. And regular math worked well. I'm really damn good with numbers. Used to have a job where I crunched numbers all the damn time. Now the only thing I really do with numbers is help my daughter and son with their homework. Um, but yeah, uh, Common Core... I mean, really, if you break it down, it, it is, I mean, if I'm saying, okay, 35 times, let's say, just simply 10. Well, what they'll do is they'll drop the zero, take that off, and you'll have 35, and then you got to add a zero to it to put the zero back because you removed it, and that gets you 350. Okay, well, that's... That's very similar to regular math. We used to do that all the time. But what they would do in Common Core is if I'm multiplying that same 35 by, let's say, 12, and I'm multiplying that by 12, what they'll do is they'll do, okay, well, let's take 10 and multiply that times 35. And we can remove the zero like the irregular math does and then add it back. And now we're at 350. Okay, and then we still have that 2 over there that we have to multiply. 2 times 35. Can we do that, kids? So we do that. We take that 35. We double it by multiplying 2. We get 70. And now we're asking us to add 70 to the 35. Okay, I guess that's one way to break it down, but... Ultimately, this really doesn't work in a lot of freaking applications. I mean, for quick doing this stuff, you're really breaking down and you're adding steps. And in a mind like mine that can look at numbers and work out a division or a multiplication problem very quickly in his head, does it the old-fashioned way, doesn't break it down into all these other steps just to get back to the answer. So what are we thinking here? I, I think I, there's a lot more in depth that I could go, but like I said, I'm, I'm running short on the uh, on this, this stretch here. And I have put it so far behind me, that's one of the main reasons we got our kids the hell out of that school systems. Um, not only was it the bullying, not only was it the threat of school violence, but it was common core. It was also being, you know, kids being forced to learn another language and speak it part of the day at a very young age. Why? Once again, we are freaking bending over backwards for people that want to change our country. This is an English speaking country. It was founded by English speakers. It has been, for the most part, an English-speaking country for, for most of its, its, its existence. And now, suddenly, you want to change it to Spanish, German, French, whatever it is, or Farsi, or Tajik, whatever freaking language you want to change it to, or you want to, you want to start teaching kids... I'm sorry. I mean, we've got college courses for that. We've got high school for that, where a kid can choose that as an elective. That's the way it should be. If a kid makes a choice to do that, he can do that. But don't force it upon freaking eight and ten year olds. That's just madness to me. Teach them the basic shit so they have a good 
solid foundation moving ahead into the next upper grade levels where they're going to need to have that foundation. Don't riddle their brains with a bunch of extra garbage. You know, you've already taken frickin' music away. You've already taken a lot of things away. You know, kids need to have the 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 uh, release of gym, burn out all their stress so they can continue on with the day. For some, that added stress. They didn't want to do it. Okay, great. Well, you got music. Go to a music room, beat on a drum, play an instrument, rock out, whatever you're going to do for a little bit. Get rid of that stress. So, I don't know, just taking all that stuff away doesn't make sense. All you're doing is breeding more stress into people, and they're getting into the, into the world once they get through college. They're finding out that life is extremely stressful, and now they're already, their, their blood pressure's already up because they've been stressed out their entire schooling careers, and now they're entering society as a, as a ball of stress already ready to blow very quickly when we dump extra stuff on top of it. So there's that. Yay, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Let's not do that. That's just dumb. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this segment up. We'll be back with you very, very shortly. Thanks for hanging in there. back from the break. I appreciate everybody sticking with me. Now, I wanted to talk quick about, I've got a stupid ass light on my dashboard that has been lit up. And it's, everybody who has a car these days has one of these lights and it's a tire pressure sensor. These things are the worst goddamn thing they have. I mean, in theory, in theory, they're not terrible because they help those of you who don't understand to look at your tires and are able to tell the difference between a flat tire and a fully aired up tire or one that's on its way down. This is designed to help you. And in some laws, this is freaking law. Or in some, some places, some, some areas, this is a law. And here we are with this law. And it sucks because these things are the most faulty piece of equipment I've seen on any vehicle anywhere, by any make. Whether it's Ford, Chevy, Japanese stuff, freaking Swedish stuff, all of it, the TPS is garbage. Tire pressure sensor for those of you that aren't able to shorten things like that as quickly as I did there. Uh, but yeah, it sucks ass because here's the thing. Mine is set to, to expect the tire somewhere between 30 and 40 pounds per square inch of air or any other, you know, nitrogen they put in a lot of vehicles these days, a lot of tires. And uh, for those of you that don't know, the nitrogen can supposedly last longer in the winter, whereas air tends to expand and contract and all of these things. And during the winter, it tends to reduce your... Uh, the amount of air in your tires and leaves you with flat tires quite often in the winter. Well, nitrogen is supposed to fix that, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the, the tire pressure sensors, which are shit. And I got to tell you, the damn thing does nothing but stay on all the time. And it's not because my tires are flat or low or anything of the nature, or even if they're off. I went out there, my tires take 51 pounds per square inch maximum pressure. Now I fill them up each to 48, because I don't want to go all the way up, I don't, I don't like the hard ride, but I don't want a too soft ride where I'm getting a ton of traction, which it's better in the winter to have a little bit more traction, but I'm going to lose a lot of gas mileage in doing so. So I want to stick with 48. Well, I fill it all up, 48. Well, guess what? The tire pressure sensor is on. I, I should just crack the thing open and put a piece of black tape over it and ignore the damn thing because it's worthless. Every time I get in my car, 
every time I get ready to fire it up and drive anywhere, I always do a walk around. And that's probably for the, you know, that's that's my background in working for a company for a few, good couple of years in which I drove one of their vehicles and that was a requirement. It's a big boom truck and I was required to look around, walk around, make sure all your tires are there and look for an idiot kid hiding underneath their plane hide and seek. So when you fire that sucker up, you don't crush a kid. So there's that. So TPS, these sensors suck. They're horrible, but now they're a requirement. Why? I don't know. Once again, government overreach being stupid and requiring something that is garbage. <laughs> How about that? Maybe this was a thing underneath the Obama administration. I, I would guess that's probably where this shit came from. But anyway, there it is, and it sucks. Now, since we're on the concept and, and discussion about tires, I would like to say super big tires look super fucking awesome on trucks. To me, anyway. They're cool, they're neat, they're awesome. They fucking rape your gas mileage, something severe. Um, and you might as well just say goodbye gas mileage because you ain't going to get any more of it. You will take a 16, 17 mile, mile to the gallon truck and drop it somewhere into the upper single digits. <laughs> but you're going to look cool. You may have to get a step ladder or a rope ladder to climb your ass up into that bitch, but by God, you look cool. So that's super. And I don't have any problems with that. If I had a truck like that and I was a younger guy, I'd probably be doing that shit too. And I'd probably be stupid and go with the super loud goddamn pipes. We'll get into that in just a second. But on to the tires. I have no problem with everybody having big tires. The only issue I have with people with large tires is with the large tires being installed, somehow you lose your common sense and you forget how to park. I mean, it, it, you can still, in most cases, fit into a drawn parking space in a parking lot. Little white lines, you can get in between, you can get right in there. I mean, you're not allowing uh, uh, your, your neighboring car much room to move and much leeway to open doors and whatnot, but you're there, you're doing your thing. But I find so many of these super large vehicles or super large tired vehicles to be parked across the line into the other lane into an area where they're fucking the guy next to them so that he can't park correctly. So either we leave and ignore that space, and there's always some idiot that'll come in there and try to do that, and do that. Loud pipes, also extremely fucking annoying. No reason for them except, hey, look at me, everybody, I'm a cool guy. I am a cool guy, I have a big truck and super loud pipes. Look at me, everyone, and be jealous. I mean, that, that's really what Corvettes are for, too. And, you know, I never see a young kid driving a Corvette. If I do, I automatically, assign, uh, automatically assume that this guy or this kid, well, he got to drive Daddy's car today. I, I wonder if Dad or Grandpa knows it's out. And on the flip side of this, the only time I ever see a Corvette out and about, I always see a guy with old white hair. His wife has finally passed on after 70 years of marriage, and he finally gets to buy the car that he always wanted. <laughs> what the hell, man? Whatever, it's fine, and that, that's cool and all. But anyway, something that, that, that popped into my head when I was talking about, you know, taking up too many spaces and whatnot. I, I was at the, I had to do a physical not long ago, up at the doctor. You know, every you know, year or two, you got to do these things. It sucks. It's not fun. Nobody likes to do it. But if you want your meds to be refilled, well, and okay, so you're, in case you're wanting to know, let me clear it up right now. These are not lunatic meds. These are blood pressure, as you may have guessed, <laughs> and a, an acid pill that I also take. That's it. Don't worry about me. I'm good. It's not freaking Ativan or something because I'm wacko. Nope. 
perfectly sane person here, you're welcome, everyone. Now, on to the parking incident. I pull in and park, and I go in and I do my little appointment and I work my way back out. I walk outside, and I'm in a truck. It's a Tahoe. It's a good-sized vehicle. It's basically a pickup with a freaking topper on it. Not much bigger than that. And I'm sitting, and I parked correctly. And it was snowy out, so nobody could really see the fucking lines. However, there was a line of cars. So what do you do in that situation? You match up with one side of that line of cars, and you park yourself right there. Well, I come out, and some jackass, somebody parks behind me. That's not a problem. Some other asshole parks right in front of me, right up to my bumper. So now I'm the freaking creamy center of this fucking shit show. And I can't fucking move until one of these two moves. And I'm waiting. I'm just fucking waiting and excited to just dive into this guy's shit when he comes out and gets out of my way so I can get the fuck out. And I'm sitting there a good fucking 45 minutes to get out of the damn parking spot. It pissed me right the fuck off. And I'm thinking about all these horrible fucking things I'm going to fucking say. And I got to tell you, I had some freaking doozies. I was ready to just destroy this guy. Now, this was prior to Corona, so, you know, all right, don't worry about that. It's just something that popped into my head that happened, you know, at the beginning of the winter. Anyhow, I'm waiting 45 minutes, and finally, I'm thinking, you know, do I go in and have this person paged? Do I just wait it out? You know, I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm not, I don't remember. I didn't think I was in a hurry. I don't recall that I was in any hurry. I was just sitting there doing my thing anyway. So it's fine. I'm sitting there and I'm doing my thing and I'm waiting and I'm, I'm, I'm posting to social media and I'm snapping photos and I'm basically calling this person out and calling them names on social media like a trooper. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there and and I'm watching people as they come out. Okay, here comes a guy, here comes a guy. Nope, that's not him. He's going over there. And all of these people are coming and going and moving by and moving by. Well, after a few minutes, here comes a person and they're headed right for the car. And it's not a guy that I can go up to and chew the shit out of this guy. Now, he wasn't a 10-foot freaking muscle-bound freaking anabolic steroids freaking guy. No, this was a tiny... Maybe four and a half feet on a good day. Little Japanese or Chinese lady. Asian descent, anyway. Had to be in her late 60s. And she comes out and starts fumbling for her keys. And then she gets in and is smiling at everybody. And gets in and gets in her car. And, of course, her car's a fucking Toyota, by the way. I've never seen an Asian person ever, ever in this freaking country drive anything but a Japanese car. Never. I mean, I'll see him in a freaking Kia once in a while, a Korean car. But who knows? They're probably Korean. What the hell, man? How does how do the Japanese understand that, you know what? We buy nothing but Japanese vehicles. And our ancestors and our relatives that are still back in Japan making the shit are making money. This is a great idea. Let's do it. Why do Americans buy all these foreign jobs. Why don't we buy American vehicles? Well, our base problem there is most of our vehicles are built in different fucking countries. You know, GM's got shit in Mexico. GM, you know, they've got shit in the States. We've got other things in, in Cuba. We got, ah, fuck Canada. We got, there's so many manufacturers that put our shit together that are in different countries. Anyway, that's in a different area at the moment. But this little lady comes out, gets in the car, all smiley and whatnot. And I get out, and I'm going to go up to her. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't. I'm pissed, honestly, because I want to fucking lay into this lady. And I can't because that little goddamn angel is on my shoulder saying, oh, she's just a sweet old lady. Why would you do something like that to her? Well, the, the devil on the other shoulder saying, because she fucked me, backed me up for 45 fucking minutes, and if I lay, this is probably 
a big giant pile of shit and it's an act because she came out saw the situation and is acting like she doesn't speak english she's just a sweet old lady so that she can get out of the ass whooping that she's about to receive well long story short too late <laughs> the angel won over and i didn't say a fucking word I did snap a photo of her license plate and put the shit on Facebook and other social media so everybody else in that region who sees that vehicle can stay the fuck away from it because God knows what else she's into doing. So there you go. But I mean, the like I said, Japanese always seem to be, or Asian, I should say, I don't know if they're Japanese. It's hard to tell them apart. I know that sounds terrible. And I guess, you know, they'd probably say the same about us. Well, it's hard to tell you Americans apart. Well, that might be true, too. And I'm fine with that. I mean, maybe all of us white people look the same. I mean, could you tell if I'm a Russian or not? Probably not, unless I told you. I mean, I speak pretty goddamn good English. Um, you know, I could be a Brit. All I got to do is slap on a little fucking accent, and off I go. But the Japanese that are here in the States and the Asian people. I've never, ever fucking seen them, any one of them, driving an American vehicle, driving something other than a Japanese vehicle. And, and largely that's because Japanese vehicles are out and about all over the place. So if I'm an Asian person, I, if I'm going to buy something that's Asian, I'm kind of stuck with Toyota Maybe Hondas. There's some Hondas around. I suppose Suzuki, but they're a smaller manufacturer. There's so many small ones. I mean, Kia, that's Korean, so okay, you could probably see those out and about. But I, I, like I said, I've never seen an Asian person driving a Chevrolet. Never. Never seen them driving a Ford either. Not unless it was a company vehicle, and they didn't own it. But anyway, there's that. Uh, that that's a tidbit to think about. Um, another thought that, that, that I came across um, that kind of threw me off today, a uh, little news. I was surfing the news. You know, it was a quiet day at work. Took a few, took a few breaks to look at the news and, and play around with some stuff. And one of the things that came up that, you know, I'm, I'm on the subject of China and, and Asia. There was a report. I, you know, like I said, I don't know who puts all these out there. I don't really care. It's on a news site reputable news source, and it's one of the little titles, little headlines. So I looked at it and read it, and here we fucking go. Now this one was, the the, the thing was, uh, oh Christ, how did it go? It went uh, 430,000 people flew from China to the U.S. after COVID-19 was first detected. Now this might have been prior to all the lockdown, but that's a lot of goddamn people. I mean, that's damn near half a million. What the fuck? All right, we'll just leave that there. Um, another thing to talk about on the COVID thing, we've got apparently in the Bronx Zoo, a tiger, full, uh, I don't know if it's, I, I guess four-year-old tiger, I guess that means it's full size. Female, I guess, uh, apparently is tested positive for corona. COVID-19 apparently attacks large animals as well. So this tiger has COVID-19. So that's got the zoo in an uproar. And it's got scientists going all over fucking crazy trying to figure out what the fuck. Now animals can get this shit too. They're still saying that you can't get it from a dog or a cat. But the fucking tiger has it. How in the fuck can a, a cat or a dog who are basically the same style of freaking an animal as a tiger, how the hell can they not get it? And oh, well, they can, they can test positive for it, supposedly, but they can't transmit it to humans. Well, how the fuck could you know? I would like to see some data on what kind of testing you did to figure that shit out. Another thing on this thing is, is scientists... I saw another clip here that really fucking pissed me off. I got to tell you, here, here it comes. Scientists have discovered, or what was the, what was the term? 
they scientists turn the structure of the COVID virus, meaning the, the DNA structure, and they turn this into music. Why? Why the fuck would we do this shit? Don't we have a major fucking problem going on right now in which all of our scientists should be working on rather than playing a stupid fucking game with freaking, oh, let's turn it into music. That'd be awesome. Oh, bravo. Are you fucking kidding me? Get your ass across the street over to the fucking clinic that's working on the antibodies to fucking destroy this shit. When it's all said and done and it's fucking destroyed and it's erased and eradicated from existence, then do whatever the fuck you want. Turn it into music. Make a fucking Broadway play out of it. I don't care. But really, scientists have fucking time to be doing this kind of shit right now during a fucking pandemic? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, people? I, I, I don't understand. I don't fucking get it. Now, taking a good, solid, deep breath there, and a good thing that, I mean, there's a couple of good things. I'm going to try to end on good things tonight. And the good things are, one, apparently it has been figured out, once again, by scientists. God damn it. I guess these are different kinds of scientists. They, they can't have no, they have, I don't know, not all scientists are the same kind. Whatever, let's not bother with that. The point I'm trying to make is scientists here have found out that the staying at home, everybody staying at home around the fucking world has caused the vibrations of Earth to quiet down considerably. Well, I guess no shit. Millions and millions of feet aren't out there pounding the pavement right now. And we're not causing vibrations in the earth right now that reverberate. And because of this, because the seismic noise is so far down, these, whatever, geologists, scientists, whatever they are, have discovered that with less noise coming from the earth, they're able to better detect volcanic activity in much smaller volcanoes, as well as earthquakes. So I guess at the very least, everybody staying home. If it does no good other than this, at least we did something worthwhile. I mean, what the hell? You know, you look at it that way. You know, we're not out there humping the streets and driving our cars, vibrating the earth, all of that stuff. And now that we're not making as much noise, it's quieter. They can hear the quieter, quieter sounding things like volcanic activity, earthquakes, tremors, all that fun stuff. So there's that. I will have to say before I leave you that I have to give credit to a lot of people out there during this tough time that all of us are going through in the United States. You know, the rest of the world is too, but let's focus on us just fucking for once. Why do we always got to be worried about everybody else around us? Let's worry about our own backyard right now, at least for this fucking paragraph. Now, there are people all over this place that are doing amazing things and thinking about their fellow man. I would love to say to you, great job, bang up job, good job, fucking great. Thank you for not being a dick. We have far too many of them already in this fucking country. And all over the earth, we do not need any more. What we need is a counterbalance, and I'm seeing there's at least some counterbalance out there. So those of you that are out there doing these type of things that I'm about to talk about, great job, bravo, amazing. We are all very lucky to have you, and we should all follow in your footsteps and be amazing patrons of this country and our fellow man and woman and or other. <laughs> now, 
I don't know where in the country this is, but this was a little news clip that I found. Some pizza joint somewhere has been experimenting with a means of using their ovens anyway, which gets super hot, as everybody knows, to cook pizza. Well, since they're shut down, there's no pizza going out. Maybe there is a little bit, but they're, they've got enough time to play with these things. So the thing is, they're working on a way to use these ovens as a way to, I don't know, cleanse medical equipment or, or heat them to the point where they're, I don't know, sanitized. They're, somehow they're making other, other medical equipment. I don't know how it's all working, what they're all doing, but bravo for thinking outside the box. Bang up job there, pizza guys. Now, the other thing is, you know, all over this country, we've got a shortage of masks. Major troubles with that everywhere. And there's a lot of people that are staying home. They're sewing them. They're giving them to their neighbors. They're, they're delivering them to the hospitals. They're delivering them wherever they're needed. And you, I got to say, you know, once again, bravo, amazing to have people that are willing to go the extra mile for your fellow man. And I, I, I'm super excited and pumped to know that there are still people in this society that are willing to do that type of thing and go that extra mile and not be out to make money. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of them out there with the idea, hey, let's make some money off of this. And, okay, fine. I'm sure there's going to be businesses that are going to be trying to be born off somebody else's misery. But in this case, we're not talking about that. We're talking about people who have gone out of their way to give some of their time to help somebody else by, you know, using some of their skills as either a, a tailor, you know, uh, there's, you know, I heard of a, a mechanic working on, on fixing medical equipment uh, free of charge, you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's an awful lot of things, awful lot of things people can do that can help. And it's great. People are putting their own time, their own effort into volunteer work when it's needed. And it's it's honestly a breath of fresh air in an otherwise stifled, nasty, dank society. And it's a shining star, a beacon of light, bang up job to each and every one of you that are doing this and not asking for a handout via money. I appreciate you. I know there's a lot more out there that do as well. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Going that extra mile, the selflessness, I love it. It's, it, it's wonderful to see. It is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to see and to hear about. Now, on that note, it's a great note. It's a phenomenal note to end on. There's never been a greater note. I'm going to go a little Donald Trump on you. It's the greatest note. There's never been another great note anywhere like it. Every other one is a train wreck compared to this great note. <laughs> any rate, it's been a wonderful cast. I thank you all again for listening. I hope to have you again tomorrow and the next day and the next. Tell your friends. Hand them the link. Get them to listen to this shit. If you think they'd have any kind of interest, hook them up. Show them where to go. You can hit me on the email in the show notes, uh, logicallyin the number one at gmail dot com, of course. Uh, duh. <laughs> uh, you can hit or follow the show on Twitter at logicallyin the number one. Because somebody took logicallyin apparently ten years ago. Um. Or you can support the show in in the uh, in the show notes if you want to you know donate to the show the show's cause you're by all means welcome to do that we don't have to go through Patreon or anything else you just donate right through my sponsor's site and set up a, either a monthly whatever whatever it is you want to do if you don't that's fine too if you do I really appreciate it now 
thank you all so much for your time. Stay corona-free, as I said, unless it's with a lie. Bye-bye, everyone. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.